y'all welcome back uh forgive me if i sound different this week i'm, I'm not at my house uh set up so i'm doing this on my phone and uh obviously we ain't gonna be having a guest this week so uh hope you're cool just listening to me talk everybody um yeah so I, I actually got some good or some some positive feedback on the the real hollywood stories episode um again there's no hollywood in it but uh it really it's real south dakota stories or just you know real my life stories but i got a i got another real south dakota story maybe two of them actually let's uh try and bundle them together here but this these things are ridiculous these, these moments that have happened are are so unlikely and, I, and i'm not even mad at you if you choose not to believe these things but i assure you they're true so here we go i had uh as i said in that episode i had moved to south dakota to go to the university of south dakota i, I, I you know, transferred out of baylor or whatever and moved to south dakota and I'd actually moved there uh, before my now wife, uh, then just the you know, lady I was chasing, uh, she was actually still overseas. I moved up there, I don't know, 10, 12 days, pick a number, maybe two weeks-ish, before she got home. So I actually spent a few weeks there uh, with my brother at the time, and then he left after a week or whatever. And so I spent about a week there before she even got home. And when she did, she flew into, I think she flew into like maybe... Denver, but anyways, eventually connecting to Sioux Falls, the Sioux Falls Airport, which is not where I lived, about an hour away, give or take everything in South Dakota is about an hour away. Um, so I drive, I, I get directions to the airport uh, from her brother, and it, it, in his defense, he, he thinks it was an honest mistake. And <laughs> in, in, actually, in his defense, I might have just heard him wrong because, like, uh, you know, it was all just numbered streets, and they're they're all brand new to me. And guys, this is. This is pre-smartphone. Let me just, I, I got to be clear. There was no Google Maps. There was no backup. Like, I, if I had, I owned a printer, I could have gone on MapQuest <laughs> and printed off some stuff or whatever, but I didn't at the time. So I, I literally just wrote down some stuff for, via phone call. So I mean, look, who knows? But one way or the other, uh, Sarah's brother gave me, or I took down bad directions. Somebody, probably my fault. Let's be real. I'm bad with details. I took down bad directions. Let's go with that. Well, anyways, I set off on this journey not knowing the bad directions. I set off on this journey. Um, I, I'm realizing that I'm going the wrong direction. Or I really, and not that I'm going the wrong direction. I realize that I'm lost because I took what I thought was the right exit and there was supposed to be a landmark and I didn't see it. And now I'm just confused and lost and not scared. But, I mean, concerned that I'm going to miss. I mean, she's flying home. And at the time, I'm like, you know, I'm an infatuated 21-year-old. I'm just like, oh, miss you, love you, all that nonsense. I mean, not even nonsense, I guess it was true. But it's, it's, it was, you know, all the, all the mushy-gushy young love stuff. I was like, I want to be there when she lands. I can't believe I'm going to miss it. Blah, you know, all, all those things. So I pull into a gas station, and I'm just going to, I literally just park, and I'm going to walk in and ask for directions. And y'all, this is the, the hand of God. Or what, what do the kids say? On God, this is true. I'm walking into a gas station in a town in South Dakota that I've never been in ever before in my life. I don't live there. I've never been there. I, I didn't even know what Sioux Falls was until right this day. And as I'm walking in, I'm not even to the door, and I hear, Hey, are you Joe? And I turn around. I go, you looking for Sarah? Are you on your way to the airport? And I go, uh, 
I mean, yeah, <laughs> who are you? And it's two very energetic uh, blonde girls, and they they are super happy to meet me. I get turns out it's like my wife's friends from childhood, like the, literally from childhood. Like they're they're going to meet her too. I guess I think they might actually be her now college roommates. One of the two of them is, but they all go to USD. Anyways, I've never met these people. I've never seen these people. I don't know who these people are. They saw a they they, they claim they saw a Texas plate on a car on my, on my Toyota at the time and a vague description. They knew sort of what it looked like. And uh, that was enough. And they just ran up to me. <laughs> they ran. Um, I am thousands. Uh, yeah. Maybe 1200 miles from home. I'm, I'm a long way from home. And now two strangers run up to me asking, they know my name and asking if I'm going to pick up Sarah. And I'm like, uh, I mean, yes, I am. I, I would love to name these two girls. Cause I think one of them actually does listen, but either way, uh, a y'all are awesome. I love you. And B I'm not going to say your names just because they instantly invited me to the backseat of their car because they had a cooler of beer. <laughs> it was so cool. They was like, yeah, we got some beer in the back. You want one or two before Sarah gets here? I was like, well, I mean, of course, why would I, why would I not? So we had a few and then went to the airport and, uh, this was the first time that I met Sarah's family. Uh, her mother's lovely. Uh, she was always very nice to me, always has been, always will be. She's awesome. Her brother is a massive human being. Uh, he's literally 6'3", six, 6'4", six, 300 pounds, and he's a power lifter. Like, that's what he does, like, for fun. Like, they go to competitions. Now, down the road, I have past, or past tense seen or after. Anyways, I've seen him do it a lot now. We've gone to competitions and stuff. Dude's huge. He's a big, strong guy. He shakes my hand with a force... <laughs> <laughs> that is, I mean, it, it could have crushed the sun, this thing. It was ridiculous. And so now I'm just standing there waiting with him for Sarah, whose flight, I mean, obviously it's an international flight or however many connections through what everybody states. It was uh, it was quite the introduction as he's sizing me up. I'm wearing, you know, holy jeans. I got hair to my waist, and he's a South Dakota power lifter. I'm like, hi, man. You want to hang out? <laughs> so that's what I got. That truly happened. I, I really did. They, I followed them back to the airport, and I really did. I stood there with their family, and we, we chit-chatted until she landed. That's a real thing. And then, uh, I don't know how, fast forward a couple of days, we all go back to Sarah's hometown, uh, Redfield. Like I said, it's, it's a town of less than 3,000 people, one stoplight, all that. It's a town that is not near really much. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a town of 3,000, and it's next to a couple of towns that are also less than, like, 1,200. Like, it, it's, it's the Redfield-Dolan area. For those of you that want to Google that, go for it. I'm now in this town. Uh, you know, we, we, we stay the night. We get in late. We stay the night at, like, Grandma's house or whatever. Uh, and then we get up and we go to the local diner. And as we walk into the local diner, no, 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 that's, I mean, I want to be as factual as I can. And we walk into the diner, you know, we get a table, we sit down, I order coffee, we all order coffee or whatever. And before my coffee even gets there, before we even have like maybe waters on the table, from across the restaurant, I, I hear somebody yell, how's South Dakota compared to Texas? And I, I, I turn back, it's colder. I don't, who are you? What's happening? Every, literally everybody in this town. I'm not special or famous, and and <laughs> I know I don't have my picture on this podcast anywhere. But uh, for the rest of you, you know that I like uh, the best looking motherfucker around. I, well, I am. You know, it's probably true. But anyways, I don't know. Like, it's not me. It's just that I'm the guy in town that they don't recognize. Ergo, I have to be the new boyfriend or whatever. I have to like the the news had already traveled that there was going to be a new person in town just just the, just picture that everybody the fact that you can spread word through town that a new guy is showing up 
and then they could all recognize who that new guy is simply because, well, you ain't Steve or Larry or Bob, so you you must be Joe. Ha! And it's it's. I mean, they were all friendly. Don't get me wrong. It was, it was incredibly nice and all that. But like, it was just unbelievably overwhelming. It was a very. It's very hard to process being in a place where every movement is recognized because everybody knows everybody else. So it's just an odd, it's an odd feeling when you're from a town. I mean, you know, Austin has a million plus when you're from a social structure that the majority of your day, if you're not at home, the majority of your, or school or work or, you know what I mean? The majority of your day, when you're just walking around, you're anonymous. You, You are unrecognizable. You are one of a thousand people on that particular block you know, like there are apartment complexes downtown Austin that have, I mean, certainly New York or some bigger cities have, have hundreds, hundreds of thousands, probably aggressive, but maybe 10,000 people in a building. I don't know. More than this town in one apartment is a possibility, a very real possibility. And that's what I'm used to. Not that I'm unaware these places exist. It was just, I'd never given it thought of how social interaction goes here. And also the idea that like, you can't be mean to somebody, I mean, you can be mean to somebody in a small town. Obviously, I'm sure it happens all the time. But the idea, like, if you, just in theory, say you piss off the the guy that owns the bike shop because there's only one bike shop. You know what I mean? Like, there's only one of these. There's only one of most things. Anything specialty, whatever. There's only one. So say you piss off Mark and he owns the bike shop, and now your bike breaks. What do you do? Like you, you got to go to Mark. <laughs> you got to go. Like you get, and what? And if he refuses you, like you literally have to leave town to go get a bike tire or whatever. Like it's just, it is, it is a a feeling that is hard to describe if you've not been in it or around it or at least you know stayed with your grandma for a week back home or something like that. Like it, it's it's a feeling that is just very different to me. But uh, but yeah, so the, the, those. But swear to God, both those two things uh, happen. It's a very very odd uh, thing. But here's something I also wanted to do. <laughs> um, I think we've all gained a little bit of weight over the holidays, or maybe that's just me. Hey, if, if it ain't you, good for you. And if it is you, I ain't judging you. You, you do what you got to do. But uh, I was talking last night with a friend, and uh, I'm stealing her joke, so I'm just thanks, credit Meg, for the joke. But anyways, I was talking with a friend, and she gained some weight, and she said that she had to buy a larger bra which I didn't realize, just as a dude, I didn't realize that was a thing. I mean, if I kind of, obviously, you can think about it, just you gain weight, you gain weight everywhere, you know, obviously in your breasts as well. But I'd never really thought about it or whatever, and <laughs> I, I made the joke. I was like, well, that's not fair, man. Like, we, we've both gained weight, but at least you got bigger tits. Like, my, my junk has stayed the exact same size. I haven't had to, to rebuy any underwear at all. I haven't had to adjust my, my that's not fair. I wish, my, that, I wish it would work that way. And she made a killer joke. She was like, oh, yeah, I can't eat that pie. It goes goes straight to my tits, but also you wouldn't want to be like, oh yeah, I don't want that extra slice of pizza. Go go straight to my balls, you know, like really trying to cut back. It's, it's getting hard to sit down. <laughs> so yeah, that that's a and that's obviously a very real difference in the genders, the male and female genders. And I, I'm going to dip into this territory, guys. So uh, you know, bear with me here because obviously, I, I I can't pretend like I know what I'm talking about here, but just some some things I've noticed. Let's just go with that. Things I've noticed. I'm not gonna tell anybody what is or what is you know what you should be, but what what I've noticed, at least around the holidays and with the concept of gender, is a lot of things are almost unnecessarily slanted 
to to quote unquote the boy or quote unquote the girl or at least you know sort of the the masculine versus the feminine thing and i'll give you a very obvious example uh we were buying balloons for the kids and the kids were not there and i just said hey i, I need some rainbow balloons and i was i was asked very clearly do you want boy or girl rainbow like, what the hell like what <laughs> It's a it's a rainbow, but apparently the girl rainbow has more pink in it, and the boy rainbow they they drop the purple and they just make it different shades of red. Like well, I don't I don't think that's necessary. Is is I guess all I'm really saying is there anybody out there whose life would be shattered if you handed them a balloon that had seven eight colors on it and also pink? But just no no like I just don't I don't see why that is such a big deal and I I think we are all collectively realizing that as a society there's certain stores that aren't doing the the gendered clothing departments anymore which is you know which is cool like there really shouldn't be what like besides the the terrible joke uh, you know like your your sexual organs like yes breasts are a thing and obviously like besides the physical tangible difference. I just don't see much of a difference anymore. And I get that we probably needed those lines to be very strict back in the day. Just for the propagation of the human species. We needed to be like, look, man plus woman. You guys can make a kid. Just do that. We don't know much else. We're just trying to just push forward. And that's fine. Like, you know, when you're on the Wild West, you're just trying to keep your kid alive and just trying to keep really your family or whatever little clan you got going. You're just trying to survive up until very recently, just on, you know, on the grand scale. Last couple hundred years have gotten a little bit easier, but that's that's about it. Up until then, stuff was crazy, you know, like going back forever. So I get that you need a very clear lines, and I'm not even talking about homosexuality, which obviously be, nobody cares, or at least nobody should care. That's just a different thing. But just the idea of of constantly having to choose between a very oddly set up just two party system, boy girl. That's the, those are the two options you got. Which one are you? And you have to choose. You're not allowed to not choose. It's actually it's oddly set up, and probably thanks to the same mindset the same type of, of belief system and structures that, that got us here it, it's just like the american voting system you, you, what are you democrat you republican that's all you got pick one or the other you got to pick one of the because like you can't be one of them weird third parties you ain't you ain't green party is you you, you weirdo but like that's it feels very similar to that the idea that you have to align with one or the other pick one and then move along it, it's just it's outdated i mean you know like it, it's just obviously not I mean, clearly, if you look at the, the amount of pushback and, and divide over the concept of gender nowadays, like, and I'm not even talking about people on like online message boards, which I do read and I will not interact with, but I do read because they're entertaining and sometimes interesting, mostly just entertaining in the same way that like a, a reality show is. Watching people argue online is just fun to do. But anyways, there is a, a clear divide going on between people that think you should be able to call yourself and label yourself whatever you want and people that think you shouldn't be people that think these categories these old school categories are required and i'm not mad at anybody for for thinking that just boy girl that binary choice that's set is normal i'm not like that's what we've always been we've always been taught that like this gender thing is brand new for us as a species so i mean i'm not mad at anybody that's clinging to the old school way but I do think you're clinging to a sinking ship with, with regards to that philosophy. The idea that anybody would, would, would have to 
present themselves as anything is, I mean, I said outdated a lot, but I, I can't think of a better term. It's that's ancient. You don't have to present as anything, at least not in my mind. And and I think that's probably, it's at least growing in support, if not going to soon be an overwhelming choice. It, you're allowed to just be, you know, like, why would you have to be one or the other? Why would you have to be anything like it? Moving forward, I don't know. that. I mean, clearly, people having kids is slowing down. The concept of, of having, you know, six, seven, eight kids is not financially feasible for a lot of people anymore, certainly not for myself. But also, the idea of wanting kids, I think it's becoming less and less taboo to just say, I don't want kids. And for whatever reasons that may be. But, I mean, I have plenty of friends that are well older than me and just have, have just always chosen that. In fact, I was at a concert the other day with a guy, not Lars. <laughs> he's got plenty of kids with the other guy. And he just doesn't. And that's fine. You know, he's mid-40s and he's just, I'm, I'm comfortable and I'm happy doing the no kid. And that's fucking, like, I, I think that should be respected more. But also that's kind of getting in line with the idea that you don't have to just be man plus woman, make a kid. Make another kid, man plus woman, make more kids. You can, if you find happiness being a man or a woman or neither or both or so on Thursdays you're half of it fuck do it who who gives a shit there's a, there's some software designer and I, I did I wasn't planning on bringing him up but I saw him literally just yesterday uh so he's like a dude he's like he's like pretty fit he's like he's a wicked in shape dude he's got like gigantic like power lifter can not power lifter calves he's got like long distance bike rider calves he's like the dude shredded but he's wearing like a skirt and like strappy knee high boot kind of a things but he's like apparently some programmer or whatever and the article is like shattering gender norms or whatever meanwhile like people have been cross dressing and it again if that's offensive uh, I'm not trying to be offensive. I swear to God, I just don't. I'm just ignorant of terms. I'm not smart. I've probably heard the right terms. I just forgot them because I'm just not. Just please, just give me a pass. I'm dumb. I mean well. I'm dumb. Move forward. But this guy is is getting some some big pub for that and good. You know, like like he's a respectable uh, man or woman or whatever he calls himself. I don't care. He's a respectable person in his field. He's good at his job. He you know, he, he is he or she. I'm sorry. You know, it's just a thing. This person, ye, is that a thing? A Z? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm not, I swear to God, I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm, I, I'm just dumb. This person is making uh, headlines for being whatever they are being, while at the same time, definitely being a successful, contributing member of society in their, I'm guessing, difficult technological computer science field, like stuff I don't understand. So it, I'm glad that that at least exists for somebody, anybody that may need that as like a, a role model. But what I'm hoping more so, more importantly so, and this is just something I've noticed with, I mean, picking up my kids from school. This is just something I've noticed. Uh, Frozen is on a lot of, of boys' t-shirts and backpacks, and uh, it's not a thing. Or at least it, it doesn't. It doesn't seem to be like I've pointed it out on multiple times with both of my kids. Just be like, oh, that's a cool backpack on you know whatever kid that is. I don't even have to necessarily know who the boy is, but I just make it. I, I make a point to point it out, and they have both. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna pause real quick. I don't want this to be like that thing I, I've read and seen some people post like their kid went on some beautiful soliloquy about you know the separation of church and state and how they they, they need to have the powers and the checks and the balances. I my, I'm not trying to do that thing where like people pretend their kids said something over the top philosophically beautiful or deep because like this ain't that I assure you all it is is them correcting my ignorance <laughs> and they don't even know they're doing it but I'll be like oh that's a cool backpack on you know so and so and they, they'll just be like yeah and move along like 
It's not that, oh, wow, how brave of this boy to be wearing a frozen backpack, which is the way I'm approaching it. Oh, look how, look how, kids, look, he's so brave, he's so awesome, how, how cool that he would feel so free to do that. And they look at it like, yeah, old man, like, why is that a thing to notice? Of course, we're all free to do that. And now, obviously, they're, they are too young for these to be, you know, I, they're you know, in kindergarten and less. I mean, it's not like it's a big thing. But from their point of view, at least from what I'm noticing from them and their friends that I, that I you know, just, it's not even a thing. The concept that you wouldn't be allowed to wear certain colors or characters or, or designs based on your gender, that, that's not even on the radar to them. Whereas if I was in, when I was in kindergarten and first grade, like I specifically remember there was no way I would wear anything pink or purple. There's no way for just from fear. Just, just, just like, not that I ever even necessarily wanted to, I don't remember a ton of draw that direction, but I certainly knew that if I did, I would garner unbelievable ridicule and, and th- you know, like that was, I was certainly aware of that. So that was something that led me to never even explore it, which, I mean, who knows? I have no idea what would have changed if I'd probably nothing if I wore a pink shirt. But the idea that that I, I was afraid or, or certainly would have cautioned it or whatever, and they don't. And I'm hoping that stays. I'm hoping that stays for forever, <laughs> but certainly for their generation and, and the ones down the line. I, I would only hope that it gets to the point where, I mean, it's just a needless social hurdle. I hope we get to the point where we don't have to. The idea that you would need to know, are you a boy? Like if you meet somebody, who anybody, whoever it is, somebody brand new, you meet them. Why do we feel the need to categorize you immediately? And maybe that's what it is. Just we as people need to categorize. And I do that too. Like I, I'm not above that. Like I, I will instantly categorize somebody as like, oh, like how, what do you look like? What Like I, I try to predict what activities they're into. I try to predict, like we, we just do that. And I think, or maybe I'm crazy, but I think that's the thing we all do. We like to put people in boxes. It's just a lot easier to process. It's a lot easier. It, it's probably why we, it's like the, the, the lead in question is what do you do? You know, the, 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 the age old, what's your job? It's just a way to put you in a category so I can know what you are. And I guess that's how we've been doing it with gender, just without really even thinking about it. But just like, how are you presenting, boy or girl, move along. And maybe, maybe that's at least something that we could cherish, is if you want to present as a boy or girl, you're just allowed to. Can we at least just start there? If, if we're so hung up on this idea that you have to be one or the other, then at least just you can, you can choose that on a day-to-day basis the same way you can choose a wig or glasses or whatever shoes you put on. You can just choose whatever you want to be. Like, who gives a shit? That's a, I feel like that should just be... You know what, guys? That's a, that's going to be the, the name of this episode. Be who you want to be. Who gives a shit? But that's... I can just hope that societally we can adopt that because there's no reason to hate anybody for any like for for any uh, unnecessarily categorical reason There's like just why we don't need to put that hurdle when you introduce somebody as this is a boy or girl it's this is a person and we can start there i could think that's i think that's good enough <laughs> uh, maybe that's the title of this episode good enough while i'm not at home y'all thank you for listening uh i promise next week i already talked to the core four we're gonna try to get one together uh it's gonna be a full episode everybody there and yada yada i, I promise you regardless i hope you've had a great holiday season whatever it is you choose to celebrate and uh new year's be safe out there man i love y'all